This is the Final Round Podcast, coming to you live from the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Final Round Drag Racing Podcast. Uh, up and running, and we forgot to turn the lights on, and didn't shut off the air conditioners. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm going to run around here and get all that stuff taken care of. Episode number uh, 79 here on deck. Excited to have all of you along for the ride this evening. Make sure you check in. Let us know that you're tuning in on Facebook Live. Excited to have you along for the ride. This is going to be a good one. We've got Keith and Wayne Cleveland joining us here in studio. Keith last year won the Summit Super Series Championship, so we're going to be letting him Tell us a little bit about that in between uh, Jason Oldfield's breaks from the microphone. Jason making the drive in. I see that you don't have a truck yet. Oh, I have a truck. It's not out there? It's out there. Is it? It is, yeah. I got uh, so funny story about the truck. Um, So I picked it up. uh, It'll be two weeks on Friday ago that I picked it up. And uh, so with COVID, obviously, I don't get to make a lot of customer visits uh, and uh, but just the last couple of days, I was able to finally make some customer visits. And the first two customer visits that I made, the first one was um, this company that mines wallastite or something like that. Um, so the short story is, is that it is a fine white powder that they end up turning this stuff into. And, uh, of course, my truck is has a nice black interior. So um, customer visit number two was today was a dairy farm. Um, so my brand-new truck and the first two things, I got white powder all over the inside and uh, now cow manure today. So <laughs> That's exciting. It's, it's broken in at this point, Perfect. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Um, did you have a chance to look at that Flaviar link that I sent you? I did not. Oh, well. This this was we'll have uh, to talk about all this stuff later. Though. I would say this is for our uh, post production meetings. Well, I was just I signed up for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I signed up for it, and uh, uh, part of the package came with a a free bottle oh. of whiskey. It was called Old Elk. Uh huh. Past tense. Yeah. Because it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. Then we it liked was, it. I guess. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> you don't remember. A <laughs> lot, of, lot, of, lot of emptiness back there. <laughs> right, right. Well, no, I'll have to take a look at that because I did not uh, – I totally missed that. Uh, uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that in the post-production meeting. For sure. So who's with us today? The reigning – I've always wanted to do this, actually. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's any UFC fans out there. I could uh, – I'd probably overload the mic. But uh, the reigning defending – World champion, IHRA Super Series world champion, Keith Cleveland, uh, and his dad, Wayne, who, you know, Wayne, I'll apologize in advance just because of the fact that I don't know all of your accolades that you've had over the years. All I know is that you've raced at Lancaster, well, in Western New York, really, for a long, long time. Yeah. He's got a lot more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I will say that one of the first questions that I had so was it a i'm gonna say it was an oldsmobile four right. four, a 442 still going so you still have that car it's still racing yep oh okay i so, race it now because he kicked me out of my car <laughs> right right well so that was the question that i had is that you yeah. know for the longest time you raced that car right and then for me you know i moved away from buffalo went out to rochester so i've been racing mostly at empire or doing the dumb thing and traveling the northeast (laughs) um i come back and you're in the roadster so how did that all come about 
Well, a friend of mine, Bill Oswalt, built okay. the Roadster. Yeah. I don't know. You know Bill. I know Bill. Yep. Yeah, he built the Roadster, and he drove he drove it for maybe two years, and he was wasn't really happy with it. It was too small for him or something. Okay. So um, he gave me the opportunity to drive it, so I drove it for him for like two years. Okay. And we won a few races with it, and we split everything up, and it was fun. And then he and then he told me that uh, uh, I got to sell the car. He goes, I'm going to give you a first shot at it. And I go, oh, boy. I go, I can't really, I can't afford two cars. <laughs> right. You know. And I go, okay, well, you know, hit me with a number. We'll see what we can do. And he hit me with a number that I couldn't refuse. Yep. So. Now, did you take the, was that complete? Oh, yeah. Oh, so you bought it complete. Uh, yeah. So did you, at that point in time, did you park the 442 and just race that um, exclusively? No. No, <laughs> no, I couldn't do that because at that time Keith was just starting to drive it on maybe yep. Tuesday nights or whatever. So I figured, well, we'll let him drive it. So uh, yeah, he drove it. Now, Keith or Wayne, it might have been you. Were you Lancaster? I'm trying to think, was it Lancaster or Empire Track champion? I was uh, actually. I have uh, four championships. Wow! I have two in the Oldsmobile and two in the Roadster. Oh, two in the Roadster. Okay. Yeah. And uh, is that at Lancaster and Empire? Or? No, just Lancaster. Just Lancaster. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. We just occasionally go. To, I never race the full season at, at Empire. Yeah. Okay. We just get there when we can because Saturdays Saturdays a whole day. Yeah. And Friday nights just Friday night. Right. And uh, it's always been a lot easier. Fridays and Saturdays. Right, right. Uh, oh. So four championships total. Um, now the four four two, I guess, I don't even know what they call it at Lancaster. So top is what I what I would know as Super Pro. Right. Um, is is it mod or mod is a no box? So okay, so it is mod. Uh, right. And is yeah. that what the four four two is? No, they're both in. Um, they're both in top. You're running both of them in top. Right. We okay. Started out running the Oldsmobile and mod. It, it was a no-box car for for years, and yeah. then a few years back, we decided to put a box in it. Okay. Just uh, because the money was better. 2014. I think 14. 2014, we put the box in the car. Okay. Yeah. I was, yeah, because the way I remember the car is uh, as a footbrake car. Yeah, yeah. It's That was, you know, if, if they did away with boxes altogether right now, I would, you know, I'd be I'd be all right with that. So me being an electronics racer, right? I would be okay with that too. Yeah. Um, I would take all the electronics off of my car in a heartbeat. Right. Yeah. If, let's get back to normal racing then. You know, I mean. Yeah. 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 I'd if, love to see. I mean, super gas. I mean, it, it would be let's call it a you know a bolt under the gas pedal or you know adjusting timing or adding weight or doing right. whatever you would do. Um, right. But yeah, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, probably don't ex wouldn't expect to hear that from a, a super gas you know a class racer yeah. like myself but I'd, I'd love to get rid of that yeah. and I mean for the super class racers I probably preach this a hundred times on the show you know we could all save ourselves a ton of money too um, mm -hmm. because now you could go back to basically building a stock 454 put it yeah. in a light car and run yeah. 640 in the eighth mile yeah mm -hmm. instead yeah. of doing this okay I'm going to put a 632 cubic inch uh, you know 1200 horsepower motor in the car so that I can put it on the throttle stop for four <laughs> seconds and uh, yeah run 640 right right exactly <laughs> um, yeah so yeah, if it was up to me I would definitely do that uh, yeah um, 
So after winning, I guess, four championships, uh, is that when Keith finally said, hey, you know what, uh, I'd like a chance here? Uh, no, he's been nipping at the, <laughs> you know, Ed for, you know, a few years here, and, and he's come a long way, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, guess I would <laughs> I say never, that. I had the opportunity to, to um, I never had the opportunity to race in that race, but I had the opportunity to qualify for that race yeah. three or four times and never made it. So, you know, it was a very good, proud moment then. I can, yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, so, Keith, when did you start driving the Roadster full-time? Uh, well, this... Or I guess, did you start this year? This you, year. <laughs> I, this is the first year that oh, really? I've driven it full-time. I I drove it on and off quite a bit over the past, you know, 10 or 12 years, yep. but nothing full-time. And uh, so I really enjoy that car. It's a lot of fun. It's something totally different. Than, now, did you start in the 442? Yeah, I started in the 442. Okay. And uh, that was I was I was foot-breaking it and... And um, then I took a break for a little bit, bought a house, and you know I had a I had a daughter. Yep. And you know life happened, and then it got time to go racing again because <laughs> you couldn't I couldn't stay out of it for too long. But um, those mod guys are killer, and I just couldn't hang with them anymore at Lancaster. <laughs> so put a box in the car, and uh, then just went racing. Now the. The Roadster was the Roadster always a, a box car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all right, that's what I would have expected. That, yeah. That, that was always like that. Uh, so you started off in the four four two and, and foot breaking it. Yep. And I, I guess it is very hard. I mean, if the cars, I mean, the problem with well, I don't know. I, I don't know how Lancaster does it. Do they break it down still by ET that if you yeah. go fast enough, you have to then move no. into top? No. Okay. Um, so if you have a box in the car, you run on top. If you don't have a box, then you can run mod. Right, uh, right. Okay. There is there is limits on the uh, on the ET you know? on the slow on the slow yeah on the, yeah. On the slow right yeah yeah I would say because I, I it it was always hard from that perspective that if you built a car that was fast enough that it was like all of a sudden now you got well, if you were a footbreaker you got thrown into top and that yeah. was the only yeah they yeah. used to do it like that yeah. right and yeah. uh, you know I'm not gonna say that uh, you know there's obviously plenty of great footbreak racers out there. Oh yeah, tons of them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, I still think that in general, probably anybody out there, if you had the opportunity, um, yeah, you're going to go run a bracket race. You can do anything you want. You're going to have a delay box in the car. My guess is that everybody pretty much would. Right. Um, right. So yeah, I could certainly see why you'd want to uh, stop trying to, I guess, bring a knife to a gunfight. Right. Right. Uh, right. Um, so I asked you yesterday day before and i was shocked to remember this uh but and i mentioned to you before we went on the air that this is the first time that we've had a reigning world champion on the show um and i guess it was really just covid that kind of threw my whole time frame off i mean it just seems like it was you know and i didn't think it was that long ago i think i asked you if it was 2018 yeah Um, but what was that season like i mean Obviously, you did very well throughout the season to be able to qualify to go to the finals to begin with. Um, but then to go to this race and win, I mean, what the heck was that all like? It had to be incredible. It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Like, I, it was 
words that I, I still can't you know people ask and try to describe it in words it was just I can't I can't put it into words it, it was it was a, it was an amazing experience um I wish that everyone everybody in my family was was able to be there right. with me but you know it was it was surreal it was unreal it was just Amazing. I would say it might have been the first time I saw the picture that uh, Chris had used for the show poster for tonight uh, of you with the trophy, right? And uh, I don't know who took the picture. Um, it it didn't look staged to me. I mean, it really did look like uh, yeah. you basically just let's call it collapsing around the trophy. It's like I yeah. just can't believe this, right? Yeah. It really an incredible picture overall. Yeah. Um, now was that where where do they go for the IHRA Memphis? I was saying I was going to say I thought it was Tennessee and I was going to say Bristol. I'm like I know it's not Bristol. That's an NHRA. And Jason, let me clear one thing up too. Yeah. He qualified to go there in the Oldsmobile. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He he raced the Oldsmobile all last year, and that that's the car that he qualified to go in, and but he wanted to take the Roadster and race that car for the. For the final. Now, what made you make that decision? That to me seems counterintuitive. That seems like, hey, I've I've done really well in the Oldsmobile all year. It seems like the last thing that you'd want to do at that point in time is hop into a different car and go try to win the world championship when in a different car. Well, that car is just a little better. <laughs> <laughs> just a little. No, I, I'm. I'm very I'm extremely comfortable in that car. It I tend to do not all the time. Nobody does good all the time, but sure. the 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 few times that I would drive it. Yep. It would just it, everything would just click, you know? And uh so last how- year we we had John's 75 Hondo race yep. at Empire. I runnered up that. Yep. And I think that was the first time that year I drove the car. So it was just oh. it was it was just as soon as I realized that I had it locked up, there was no question in my mind. Number one, that we were going, yeah, and number two, that that's the car we were taking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it was an interesting interesting story that you guys were telling before we went on the air, which I didn't realize this. So even though you qualified because of the way that. Lancaster still does the qualification process, which is, I guess we'll call it the the old school way compared to the way most people do it now, most tracks do it nowadays, which is a percent, a winning percentage of the number of rounds, essentially, that, that you have. Right. Um, you qualified for the race, but weren't the top, were you not the top champion or were you not the track overall track champion or both? Uh, they only do classes the, at Lancaster. Yeah, okay. so I, I didn't. I wasn't the top champion. And that's thanks that, for reminding me about that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It gives you something to strive for, oh, yeah. young man. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, it's like you know. Let's if you had already won the top championship and you were IHRA Summit Super Series World Champion, it's like what else is there to do? It's like you're, yeah, you can't sit in that World Championship forever, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So who was it that who was it that won the 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 top championship? Jan Jan Winkowski okay. won it. Yep, and, and he's got a good string going this year too. Oh, does does yeah, really? He's got, yeah. yeah, I will say he was at. Uh, so I did know that because uh, he was at the banquet. Uh, so I was at the banquet for the first time in a million years, and uh, 
just a I have to say he's just a seems like a really really great person oh he's a, yeah I, I don't know him at all he's um, one of a kind he really is a good guy but yeah yeah to, to see him at the banquet and uh, it's like man I, I a lot of cases you, you you might be like oh man this guy's cocky or whatever else it's like no not love at this all. guy it's like couldn't have, couldn't have had a better champion no. right exactly um, but I have to say that I wasn't aware I just assumed that when he was champion and collecting the award at Lancaster, I had just assumed that you were still, let's call it, overall track champion, and then he was, you know, class champion or whatever it was. I didn't realize that uh, um, he had beaten you out by. It must have been the slimmest of margins that that he beat you out by. I mean, I can't imagine that uh, you guys won the uh, uh, the the chance to go to the the bracket finals, um, and that you lost by a lot of points. I mean, it had to be pretty darn close. Well, actually, I finished third. You finished third, even. Yeah, Paul Kochi, uh How was that possible? Second. Well, the Super Series cutoff was, I think, um, oh, the first week of September, yes, yes, last yes, week yes. of August, okay. first week of September, yeah. and um, we still had four or five. Weeks but they have a few go. more points right. races after that. Okay. Right, and we had the world. Well, we had our last points race at Lancaster, and then we went to the world. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, and I, I, I have, uh, I guess I have your excuse already, right? I mean, I just won the world championship. I'm done. <laughs> Handing in the keys, right? It's like, <laughs> how much motivation? Do you mean, obviously, it's like, you know, any racer that goes to the track generally wants to win, but at the same point in time, it's like you've just won the world champion championship. I would have to assume that going back to Lancaster at this point. You're you're there to have some fun. I mean, oh you know, yeah. Uh, you tell me, you took the trophy to Lancaster for everybody to see. Oh yeah. Hey. Yep, we had it at the banquet. Actually, I think we got that confused. The last week was before the World Finals, so the final week of points was the week before we left for the World Finals. But they already had the. The Summit Super Series cutoff was before that, right? Even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will say that I was, I was, I didn't expect that you would, but I was secretly hoping that you would bring the trophy here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, isn't it? Uh, Should I ask? We want to. Yeah, if, if I don't mind bringing that and showing it <laughs> off. I was to say, when you're the reigning champ, I mean, aren't you supposed to, you know, carry that around with you like a belt, you know, all times until yeah. someone finally you know, you, you kicks you off the throne. So where, I guess, are you right now in the points this year? Uh, second place. Second in the points. And where are you with regards to the summit thing? Third. He passed me last week. Your dad did? Yeah. And Jan is, is Jan had a, you know, had a, re- a few really good weeks in there. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, he's gonna be hard to catch him this year for that so jan right now is uh first overall right um leading the points and the super series i would say it's crazy honestly that you and your dad are both second and third um i mean that's that's pretty incredible overall Mm -hmm. uh obviously lucky (laughs) i mean really i mean to be honest and they probably don't do this but they should i think reigning champion in my mind should get an automatic invite to go back <laughs> i i, it would I be like nice. that idea yeah, i really nice. like that idea 
Yeah. I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yep. I mean, give give you the opportunity to go back. Could be and our spokesman for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, call IHRA up. I don't know who runs the show there anymore. Is, is Scooter Pico? Is he? Uh, yeah, I, I do believe so. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll have to send uh, Scooter an email and uh, <laughs> yeah, basically let him know that uh, it, it it only seems fair if that's the kind of race that they're going to have to determine world champion. Right. Where we're going to bring all the best of the best and run them off and see who wins, and that's going to be the world champ. Well, then the reigning defending world champion should be there to try to defend his title, right? Yeah, got it. it. Well, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. What, we'll see what we can do. Uh, so, uh, what I would say overall now this year, Keith. I mean, what do you have as far as total wins? I guess uh, you won. Well, you you made the finals. Two weeks ago, was uh, two it? Weeks, yeah, something like that. Two or three weeks, and then we had a we had a malfunction in the car, and uh, I didn't even get to stage. Oh. I staged, and then the tranny brake didn't hold, and that was the end of that. Oh, I would say uh, it could have been worse. So yep. I didn't. Uh, I I I may have told this story a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember, but I I had a a rental car that I took out to Empire and decided to street race. And I thought it would be a good idea to block. Um, so on the second time run, I got my visor down and I'm blocking the tree and I'm deep staged trying to leave off the bottom bulb. And uh, so you had a malfunction that caused you to go through the tree. Well, I deep staged, put my blocker down and then creeped the car forward and didn't realize it. And I'm sitting there waiting for the tree to come on. I'm like, what the heck is this guy waiting for? Um, and I put the blocker up, the visor up just to see that I'm not staged anymore. Yeah. So the guy's standing there looking at me like, uh, hey, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, here's yeah. the here's the veteran drag racer, if you will, uh, <laughs> racing in Street ET and can't even uh, you know, stage properly. So, yeah, don't feel bad. At least uh, at least yeah. you can blame yours on mechanical failure and, and yeah, uh, and not being uh, I guess inept like myself. Um, it but, happens. That's part of racing, though. You know. Uh, well, my yeah. mechanical failure. Yes, I mean, it's part of racing. I would say my my that types. Mustang. That Mustang came from the factory with a line lock. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> it, it was cool. I don't know if you guys knew that or not, but uh, this was just a four-cylinder. I think it was a 2019. It was just a four-cylinder turbo Mustang, basically a stock yeah. low-end Mustang. But it comes with a factory line lock program <laughs> inside of it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you go through wow. it. You put it. You put it in drag mode, if you will, and then you go through a process, and it. You can feel it pump the brakes up with the anti-lock wow. system, and uh, you got 15 seconds to get on it and do whatever you want. It was fun as heck. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, that's he launched cool. in the parking lot here. <laughs> they put that in a rental car. They did. <laughs> I was very surprised. Wow. Uh, yeah, you should have. If you thought what I did in the parking lot was cool, you should have seen what I did in front of my house before I took it back. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that uh, was fun. If you keep in it, it uh, yeah, it comes out. I mean, just like letting off the line lock button, doing a burnout in a race car, and yeah. squirrely and uh-huh. fun. You would go through tires. I would go through tires. <laughs> oh yeah, like crazy. Yeah, I uh, bet. At least tires are cheaper for a Mustang, right? Yeah, I'm sure those uh, <laughs> low profile. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Wheels, that, yeah. That's where uh, you'd have to hit uh, uh, Donnie Razor up at Tread City Tire <laughs> all the go. time uh, for you know use sets of tires at 200 bucks a pop, uh, <laughs> so, so you could burn through them as quickly as you want. Um, now, now, Wayne, one question that I wanted to ask you, I, I've I've been wondering this for a while because I'm not trying to make you feel old, 
Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> well, so am I. Um, but, you know, going out of the track when I was a kid, you were out there racing when I was a kid. Um, yeah. So I remember you racing for a long, long time. Um, how did you get into racing to begin with? Oh, all my buddies did it. So, you know, you got to follow suit. Um, it was just... Just one day, I think I told my wife, Elaine, I says, you know, I'm just going to go out there and try it, you know. Uh, you know, Willie and Campbell and Mick, you know, Mick Whitty, you yeah. know. Uh, they're all out there racing every week, you know. I want to get out there, too, you know. I'm just going to go try it, you know. So that was um, one day in 1980. Well, okay. it was like the end of 1980. Yeah. And so um, the spring of 1981, I was all ready. I'm going to go a full year here, you know. And um, and did you start in the 442? Oh, yeah. yeah. So how long have you had that car? I've had that car since 1973. And what year is it? It's a 70. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so it was three years old. So. And what motor? Was it the original motor, I'm assuming, in it when you no, bought it? No, when I bought it, it had a bad um, W30 motor in it. Okay. It was bad, and um, I pulled it out, and like a fool, I didn't fix it. You know, I put a 350 in there. <laughs> Okay. A W31 motor. It was a good motor also, but, you know, um, we put that in there, and, and I raced in, it was called Super at the time. Okay. And um, at Lancaster in 1981. Yeah. And um, actually, at that year, I won, that was my first points championship in 1981. Oh, no kidding. Right, yeah. Jeez. Actually, I was track champion. I had more points in every class at the track. Wow. So, um, so year did, two. We had... We had a good year, and uh, and like, then there was no looking back. And um, <laughs> Elaine, she wasn't too happy with me in the early years because we, you know, we had kid, you know, little little kids. Right. And, I was born in '81. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. So you know, it wasn't going over too good with her, but sure. She got she kind of got used to it because she spends more time at the racetrack now than I do. So. <laughs> Um, Which uh, I will say, you know, it really does become part of your family life. I mean, so my dad was the, a Friday Night Warrior at Lancaster yeah, yeah. for many years, too. Um, and, yeah, it just went without saying that, yeah, Friday night's going to come along and we're going racing. Of course we are. Right. That's, that's mm -hmm. what we do. Um, along the same lines, I will say that, uh, you know, my mom and my dad, they always, Friday night was racing, weather permitting. And uh, Saturday, then my parents would uh, go out, and it was date night Saturday night. Uh, yeah. So that was you know how the two of them did it. Uh, I will say by you know little, you have to make choices. I mean that's the hard thing about this for for most people. Where yeah. generally most people are doing this for fun. It's a hobby. Um, for sure, yeah. And it's tough just because of the fact that yeah, when you're married, you have kids and a mortgage and everything else going on. It's like okay, times are a little tight. Yeah, I'd really like to go racing, but you know what? I can't do it. And I know in the early years for my dad, um, there were years where he parked the car because he just couldn't afford to go racing. Yeah. Um, but that's that's part of, like I said, uh, just obviously wives are very understanding to allow yeah. us to do this to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would say your new wife, uh, hopefully, uh, since we just married her and you were already drag racing, she completely understands. She's into it more than he is. <laughs> she's great. She's she's absolutely wonderful when it comes to that. She she does the 50-50 at Lancaster. Okay. Um, and every race that I go to, she's there supporting me you know i yeah. mean she 
she gets more angry when I lose sometimes than I do, depending on who it is. You sure, know? sure. And, uh, no, you got to have that support to be able to do it, or it's just not going to work. Now, have either of your wives ever got in the car or expressed no. an interest in getting in the car and doing oh, it? Oh, yeah. Mine did. <laughs> and? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. She... She, you know, she goes, well, you know, I guess I didn't explain things enough to her in the beginning, but she thinks, she thought that, you know, she got in there and got up in the starting line and took off and kept, put the pedal to the metal and went going down the track. And I'm like, shift, shift, shift. And she goes, well, when she gets back, she goes, you know, it didn't sound right, you know. And when she gets back, she goes, I go, well, why didn't you shift it? She goes, well, you said it was an automatic. No. So that was the last time she got in there. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna blame that on you. Um, yeah. This is day, this is long before air shifters. So, right. By right. the way. Well, yeah. Nowadays. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so that didn't work out too good. I will say. I mean, I hate to say this, but uh, a monkey could drive most cars, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you gave them uh, gave them a banana every time they saw a flash of yellow light, it's like all right, <laughs> at that point in time, all they got to do is uh, let go of that button, and they're gonna think yeah. a banana's coming and yeah. hold the wheel straight, and they're good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would say it's. That uh, doesn't make me feel good after the struggles I had with the line lock. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't practice enough. Uh, well, like I said, I just didn't give you enough bananas. I guess. I suppose. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, really, I mean, cars. I've I don't know if I've told this story on the air before, but I went to Maple Grove a long time ago for a division event, and there was a super stock guy there whose air shifter broke after the second time run, and he packed the car up and went home. Wow. Oof. And I'm like, really? I mean, it's yeah. one can't, click can't forward. <laughs> I mean, that just doesn't seem that hard to me. But, yeah, he packed it up and went home. And I'm not going to say that uh, you wouldn't be a little less consistent, but yeah. for the longest time, I mean, I was – well, my dad was one of the last holdouts to go to an automatic at all. And even for yeah. a throttle stop, I was one of the last holdouts to go to a real throttle stop. I tried all sorts of things, and I shifted the car for the longest time. Yeah. Um, it just To be able to watch the tech and when it hits 7,500, push it right. forward one click right. just didn't seem that difficult to me. But uh, well, we just put an air, uh, air shifter in the, in the Roadster two years ago. Was, it was, we've been shifting it ever yep. since then. Um, so you guys win. I would say mine had to be at least uh, 15 years ago that I put yeah. one in my car. And we just, uh, just two years mm-hmm. ago. And we just put one in the Oldsmobile this, what, last, last year. year yeah. yeah. We always, yeah. So. We, yeah, we've been, we've been shifting the whole time. Well, good for you. Uh, I would say, so let that be a lesson to uh, all you youngsters <laughs> out there. You can go it's out doable. and, uh, yeah, win the IHRA yeah. World Championship with uh, shifting the car still, on your own. Still working, yeah. Now... I guess, uh, so both of you now are basically racing in the same class. Right. Yep. Are you teammates in points, I would assume? No. <laughs> no, we, were, we used to be for, you know, we would when um, I wouldn't join the points. Yep. Or when I was in mod, you know, we would we would join the points together. Sure. And if he wasn't there, I would take the car and, you know, race. But, you know, we both... We both want to. We both want it, you know. So. And have you raced each other yet this season? 
No, no, I yeah. came close a couple of weeks ago, but <laughs> yeah. um, I lost. I got I got knocked out. And he went to the finals. I got knocked out with like six cars left, and he went to the finals. We'll get there one of these times. We, I want to run in the finals just once. Well, that just be, that yeah. that's the dream, you know. That's right. everybody wants that, but it'll happen when it happens. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. When it happens, you might not be as happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say that I think every father and son team that really is the dream, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I know that I always wanted that to happen. I, you know, my dad passed away too young for me to be able to get a chance right. to do that. But uh, yeah, I always looked at that and said, yeah, I mean, the ultimate for me would be able to line up against the old man and, and, and <laughs> kick his rear end, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm sure being the old man now, it's like if my kid, if I was lining up against my kid, it's like I'd like yeah, nothing more than to, uh, you know, basically Put show him, him hey, place. yeah, you know, the, the old guy still has it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, never got a chance to do that either. Uh, but yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting to see when that happens. I, I I have to say, I bet you're gonna have a few people lined up at the fence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah, maybe this week. Maybe I would say uh, this week. Yeah, I mean we're we're making well. We we had one race at Lancaster, but I'm, I'm looking forward to going back. I haven't looked at the weather forecast. I don't know if I want to or not. I, I'm hopeful that uh, it's supposed to be nice tomorrow. Um, All right. I'm, I haven't. I'm I haven't looked. I don't look until Friday morning because they're not right know. anyhow. It's the only profession you can be wrong at ninety percent of the time and still get paid. That's right. I know it's incredible. Uh, so I'm hoping the weather holds out because uh, yeah, we went there a couple of weeks ago and rained out after one time run. But um, I have fun when I go there. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's really a it's a different experience at Lancaster for sure. Yeah, um, well, you know the new ownership. You know. Vito, Mike, and Gary—they're you know—they're doing a great job out there, you know, putting the place together, you know, doing improvements all the time, yeah. and yeah, it looks a hundred times better than it than it than it ever has. Yeah, yeah, I know. When we were out there a few weeks ago, I was uh, I was just amazed, honestly, at how good the track looked, um, and I realized that. You know, we talked to Vito just very briefly. He's like, you know, we had a lot more work to do yet, um, but just the little things that they had done so far made it so much nicer. And uh, I know last week uh, with Hot Rod, I had Kirk Perry uh, text me afterwards, and uh, he said the track was great. And that was one thing about Lancaster. Always, the track was always fantastic. Um, yeah. No, maybe they made this. Maybe they made the sixty foot clocks. Gary made the sixty foot clocks a little shorter. I don't know. But I, I always had the best sixty footer at yeah, Lancaster. Yeah, you, you still do. You can't <laughs> yeah. figure that out. <laughs> so I will say it's a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit looser of a starting line that I found at Lancaster too. I had to take some time out of the delay box to get a halfway decent light uh, yeah. at Lancaster. Still compared. that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, do you guys uh, at this point? I mean, you race mostly at Lancaster. Are you guys doing more traveling now? I mean, are, are you starting to go to Empire more? And are you, are you looking to, I guess, start hitting up some of these big dollar bracket races that are going on? Or are you just really staying local? And um, you know, you'd mentioned the Twin Seventy Five Hundreds that uh, that John Sierra does. Are you looking, you know, basically you know, just that? Or are you going to start now that you're IHRA World Champion, saying? Yeah, I'm gonna go do the uh, the million race. Or... Oh, I don't know about the million, but <laughs> no, we, we enjoy it. We travel. We've been we went to uh, the Ace race earlier this year at Dragway 42. Okay, um, another track that I like a lot. Oh, that's a, that was my first time there. And then we did the IHRA Sportsman Spectacular at 42. Um, there was a couple races that I want to go to yep. that we just missed. That you know, the one at Keystone that just passed. 
Um, I'd love to go to the fling yeah. and do one of them. Yep. That'd be awesome. This year it's not in the cards, but right. one of these years it would be amazing to go do that. I would say the fling races are they on seem... my short list of things that I really would like to do. Right. I mean, it just... Uh, Peter and Kyle put on a great program. I mean, all I've heard is great things about those races, right. and uh, yeah, it's it's definitely something that I would like to do as well. Uh, it's not going to happen this year for me either. Uh, yeah, you know, COVID is really uh, unfortunately, you know, you know whether it's you know not being able to travel. I mean, now obviously we still have I don't know how many states are on the restricted list, but we still have the states that are on restricted list. Uh, Chris, you might know. Um, I know that the guys that are supposed to come in at the end of the month for the show down in Morris, New York, are not allowed in the state, so they're going to do the right thing and fly into Pennsylvania and drive up. (laughs) 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 Yes, I will say that, uh, you know, they're not the only ones that I know that have done that. Uh, I will say there are some business people that I know that uh, were not able to get into the state as well, and they've been doing things like, yeah, flying into uh, Pennsylvania or uh, Delaware, yeah, Delaware. Yeah, they're um, still good. Up all the eastern states up here are good yet, but yeah, now Ohio's Ohio, on that list. Ohio is, is Ohio yeah. still on the list? Uh, Ohio's having some trouble. Yep. Yeah, and that's for us. I mean, they got a lot of racetracks in Ohio. Right, right. Yeah, that and that makes it really tough for us. They yeah. shut down grandstand activities for the year too. What's that? They shut down grandstand activities for the year too. So I don't know what that means for the privately owned racetracks. In all of Ohio? Uh-huh. Oh, they did. I didn't hear yes. that. Uh, yep. Butler County was probably the last event that they were going to have. So I don't know what that means for Atomic or, huh. um, what is it, uh, Attica. Yeah. I mean, these are, well, these are, these are tracks where you have to turn left on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a number of tracks that we don't know what's going to happen. And some of them are high profile tracks like Eldora. They shut down for the year now or what? So there's, there's a lot of questions about what could happen with the state of Ohio. Um, the promoter that we do a lot of work with in Kansas uh, and in Ohio, yeah, they've got 42 county fairs, and at this point, all of them have, just about all of them have canceled. They've had maybe maybe eight or ten of them up to this point, and they were shut down. Now, Genesee Speedway, locally, they're allowed to have, they're allowed to race again, but they can't have fans. Atlanta Legends Raceway in Canandaigua last week was supposed to not, not welcome fans, but it sounded like it was a one race deal. Yeah. Um, because right now there's two executive orders that are happening uh, concurrently in New York State. Okay. One of them has a has a has a generalization applying to racing and one of them is specific to grandstand events and auto racing. Oh, okay. The one was extended until September seventh. Yeah. The other one expired August second. Okay. So I haven't seen anything to, to say that that August 2nd expiration was extended to September 7th as well. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here as some sort of authority, but I've heard from a secondary source who's in touch with the Department of Health that that August 2nd expiration was extended, but they're still going to have their event because they're not going to have any fans. They've restricted the okay. number of people allowed to attend with a car uh, is reduced to three it's a driver and two crew yep this is this is much further downstate um well and i think i think those same restrictions are in place for us as well at at least i know at empire i'm pretty sure empire the rule at empire is a driver and two crew people 
Right. Um, Here's the problem is that some of these other tracks are selling pit passes to crew people yeah. who don't even know what an impact wrench right. is. And they're just hanging out in the pit grandstands. Right. So your grandstands right. are empty, your pit grandstands are full, and you're in compliance. Right. And and the fans, unfortunately, are, are going to undo it for themselves because they're saying, just go buy a pit pass, I'll let you in. Right. And it's yep. all over Facebook. And you think that these places aren't being watched? Come right. on. Right. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, that's... Uh, you know, Norwalk obviously uh, it may not have made a difference anyways, but you know, Norwalk got themselves in trouble when Bill Bader Jr. basically, you know, decreed back in I think it was April. Yeah, he was opening. Yeah, yeah, yep. we're opening. I don't care what the government right. says, but uh, you know, we got to make a living, and we're opening. And I'm like, oh my god, you don't post that on social media. And it was like, yeah, it was like two days later. Well, what I meant was we're going to open eventually. And it was like I know darn well it was like the governor probably uh, saw that and dialed Bill Bader Jr. Yep. directly and said, oh, you want to bet you're opening? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you. Yeah, that's too bad. You heard about the track that opened for fine dining? Did I tell you that story? No. <laughs> oh, that I, I've heard that. Yeah. So. This track, uh, way east of us, uh-huh. um, the gentleman that's running it is leasing it from one of the fair boards. Okay. So he's, I don't want to say he's got no skin in the game, but find me all you want. <laughs> Take away my liquor license. Whatever. They open for outdoor dining. Okay. They just happen to have a race going on in the background. <laughs> so the outdoor dining area was the grandstand, and it was... It was brilliant. Uh, yeah. And it didn't go long. <laughs> I would say it was brilliant for one event, right? Uh, the, the issue that everybody's running into, especially out like like Bash for Cash that we were talking about, is um, uh, the Department of Health was the one that was the issue. Is if you go through and you do all this camping, there's no way to ensure any of the distancing and stuff like that. Yeah. You've got community showers. You have people overlapped on top of each other. You've got the social congregations that are going to happen in the inter- intermediate. So that's, that's one of the issues that's run into. Uh, in general so that's why you're seeing people allowed to take their masks off when they're sitting in the stands but if they're moving about the facilities they got to have the masks up and the less that's followed the more attention the Department of Health is going to put on right and then when you're talking about race cars that are petroleum fueled and they're changing oil and breakdowns and stuff like that you start messing around too much and the wrong people start coming to visit your facility and then everything really gets ugly so it's best to just play by the rules don't be selfish and arrogant just do what you got to do and get over this thing and we'll be back to normal yeah and that's i will say that that was part of the conversation that i had earlier today at my customer site is that uh i just want everything to go back to the way it was right yeah. not to over I, I, here we go what not to overly politicize things i'm not picking sides i'm just saying use your freaking head oh yeah absolutely for, for the racing side of things right right yeah if you want to continue to race do the right thing and, right and, and that's the end of my contribution for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to lurking and uh, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> working the cameras. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's the same as the restaurants. I mean, I I hate the restrictions. I, I guess it was the bars, right? It was the uh, you can't go to a bar and you know have, have a, a have a drink unless you order food. And it's like, all right, well, what constitutes food? Um, it's like, all right, well, yeah, one potato chip for a dollar, there you go. And it's like, okay, well, you can't do that. And it's like, well, all right, well, what does constitute food? And you know, Cuomo came out and said, wings don't uh, don't yeah, count. Right. And it's in like, Buffalo. yeah, and, yeah, right. In Western New York, it's like that that went over like a fart in church, obviously. <laughs> um, so, you know, and that whole thing, it's like, I don't know how, you know, in a situation like this, I mean, if it were me, I would have basically made the restriction, look, if you have a, if you have a kitchen, 
and you have a license to serve food as a kitchen, then you can be open. And if you don't, right. then you can't. And that's right. all there is to it. And if you want to be a bar and you want to be open and, and serve people, well, you're just running the risk of having your liquor license taken away, and, and that's the way it goes. And a lot of that uh, comes back to where you live. In New York State, it's a little bit different than what it might be in, in Virginia or Colorado or Tennessee. Right. You know, you can't you have to serve food in order to hold a liquor license. And I can't remember where it was, but you don't need to serve food in order to serve beer. And it's two different, oh, it's two different qualifiers yeah. right there. So, so this one place put up a chip wall, and that's how they serve their food. And yeah. they put this dopey pizza maker behind the counter. Right. It hasn't been turned on in 25 years, but it's there in case it's... <laughs> you know, so they, 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 Look, we serve their, pizzas. Yep. They got their work around there, but... So now, depending on what their state's doing, they, they may be in trouble. Kansas City is supposed to be an issue. I'm supposed to be flying into Kansas City on my way to Topeka in three months. Three months. So let's see. It's August, so September, October, November, beginning of November. Middle of November, Veterans Day. For, and we're going to have 5,000 fans in attendance at the Stormont Vale Event Center. Boy, I don't know. <laughs> I don't uh, I'd love to say that that's going to happen, but... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're supposed to have that event up at the the Northeast Racing Products Trade Show at the fairgrounds in the end of November. Yeah, this is probably. I mean, it's it's probably a nice segue overall. Really, I mean, again, we were Back kind to of talking about racing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were talking before we went on the air about. You know, the hot rod race that, that Lancaster had last week and, you know, people wanting to race for more money. Uh, now, I don't know whose idea it was. Uh, I mean, I, I, I thought that I knew that you, I don't know if you run the Calcutta or if, yeah, you, yeah, it was, I if, do. if it was your idea or whose idea it was, but. <clears throat> it was his. I do at Lancaster. Every track, almost every track does it. Yeah, I mean. I so my first experience was years ago someplace and it was like this is a great idea because if someone wants to race for more money they can and right. if you don't want to then great don't get in the car right. it's totally optional and that was why when I took over running Super Rod and, and did the Western Super Rod Association that's why I decided to do the Calcutta because I just love that idea overall right. and uh, so yeah I mean to hear that you're doing that at Lancaster now I think is a really really a great thing and gives people the ability to to again race for more money when they want to and the hot rod race I know there were people that weren't thrilled with the payout this is what we were talking right. about beforehand weren't weren't thrilled with the payout beforehand but you know, Pete Maduri Jr. kind of stepped up and said, hey, you know what, well, why don't we just do a Calcutta? And right. I don't know what they ended up doing. I think maybe 50 bucks for the Calcutta in that case. I don't know, but, what, I don't know what their uh, bottom line was. But now we can, yeah, race for better money. But at the same point in time, for God's sakes, we should just be thrilled that we're racing at all oh, in yeah. 2020, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that, uh, okay, yes, let's make it so that we're racing for free or we're just, uh, you know, giving the track our money and, you know, they give us a, you know, cheap plastic trophy or something at the right. end of the day. I mean, it's always nice to get money uh, in, in, in return because it is expensive to run a race car. Um, but yeah, I have to say, I mean, it, this, this whole conversation just makes me think that, uh, yeah. yeah, maybe I should stop complaining and well, uh, just be thankful that I can go out to the racetrack at all. It'd be well, quieter. top last week, Jim Millar won, won, first they won the quick eight, yep. then he won top, and he won the Calcutta. It was like a $1,500 payday for him. That's, uh, that's, a, yeah. that's a pretty nice night. Sure oh, yeah. is. <clears throat> so Lancaster, the way Lancaster works, so yeah, so Lancaster, if they have the quick eight, 
Which they only do that once a month? No, they do it every week. week. Oh, they do it every week now. Okay. Four door cars and and four center steer cars. Okay. So if you win the quick eight, then you get inserted into Exactly. In third round or something like that? Okay. Yeah, it's just a branch of top. Okay. It's a race and a race. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, when with your with the roadster, do you guys typically? Well, we we we'll get in. I'll get in it every week if we can, but we're only going five seventy, you know. So yeah, a lot of times So we don't we don't get in much, but when we do, you know, when we can get in, we do get in. He yeah. won it a couple weeks ago, the the top eight. And what does uh, so if you win the top eight? I mean, obviously, not only do you go into top, but what do you win just for winning the top eight? Uh, it's four hundred bucks to win. I think two hundred to runner up, and then what is it? A hundred fifty. Fifty if fifty. If you win first round, that's yeah. pretty good money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for three rounds of racing. Yeah, for three rounds of racing, and yeah. you're not done for the night, so you still no. get the opportunity to go into top as well. I mean, to yeah, win that's and make more money. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. I mean, nice. we don't do this for the money, right? But it's right. nice when you get that. Extra. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it helps. Obviously, it helps pay the bills. Again, all of us are doing this as a hobby um, and fun, but we're taking money out of our pocket to go do this. So, yeah, yeah if you can go win a race and you win $1,000, almost everybody, usually, yeah. I, I won't say that you're putting it back into the car, but usually you're stealing from bills right. <laughs> to put into the race car. It's like, all right, now I just won $1,000. Now I'm going to go pay those bills that uh, I took the money away from to begin with. But, I mean, yeah. that's... Yeah, it's not like, okay, yeah, geez, $1,000, I'm going to, I don't know, go buy the wife a fur coat or something. I mean, <laughs> usually you're just... No, it's going back into the race car. Yeah. Go buy a set of tires or Right, absolutely. Something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so how? So when, I guess, did you come up with the idea to do the Calcutta at Lancaster? Because, yeah, that's a, that's a new concept for me at Lancaster. We've probably uh, been doing it for three or four years now. Because I don't... Every week, three or four years in top. And there was people doing it in mod, too. I'm not sure if they do it every week in mod or not, but um, they were doing it down there, too. But, um, yeah, we do it every week. And it, you, it varies between, I'll say the lowest it's been is like 260 And we've we've had, had it up to $500 in the past, but I think 400 was the was our best week so far this year. Yeah. but um, Which is a nice little bonus. And, oh, man. And a lot I'm, of times they end up splitting it. And a lot of times, uh, actually, we've only had two winners actually win it. Uh, it's usually it, it's been be given out when there's six cars left or so. You know, right. it's been given out because a lot of the guys who think they can't win end up winning, and sure. they didn't want to get in it. Right, right. So, yeah, and you look back and you yeah. say, "Oh, geez, I yeah, really but, wish I would have spent that extra twenty bucks." Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why someone wouldn't do it. Um, I know for us. Um, so tomorrow night, you know, at, at Lancaster, it's obviously you got to put, you got to get the race car out there to begin with. So you have right. to have the investment of of the whole rig and the race car and everything else. Right. But then you got to put gas in your rig to tow yeah. out to Lancaster. You get there for us, it's going to be twenty five bucks ahead just at the gate to get in. Right. Then it's a hundred dollars to run with us. Right. Um, you have all that money invested. You haven't put a drop of race fuel in it. Why you wouldn't pay the extra twenty bucks to get in the Calcutta? At a chance to win an extra two, three hundred dollars, I don't know why you wouldn't do that at, yeah. at that point in time. Um, yeah. And in, in in your particular case with top, I mean, what's a typical car count? In top? We're we're usually thirty between to thirty 40. to forty. Okay, I was going to say you know in the yeah you know, thirty five right around forty cars just about every week. I mean, if you had if you had thirty guys get in at yeah. twenty bucks a piece, I mean that's six hundred dollars. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, that's a nice little yeah. bonus to get on oh, top yeah. of, of the winner's purse. So I will say for us, we probably get 80 to 90% adoption rate for the Calcutta. Right. Um, I have guys, Lance Pinnell is a perfect example, our most recent winner. If, if I said went to Lance and told him it was $500 for the Calcutta, he'd yeah. be in because he's a gambler. <laughs> he, he likes that. Yeah. Um, we have others that never get in, but right. overall, I would say probably 90% of the, our guys get in, which makes a nice, again, little bonus at the end. And if you could get that kind of adoption rate at Lancaster, uh, yeah. again, I realize that we don't do it for the money, but, geez, if you're going to win, why Yeah, yeah why? when you win, it's nice to, it's nice to win, you know, to win big. Right. I don't know, honestly, if they do a Calcutta out at Empire. Yeah, they're starting. John's um, they got starting one. one. Actually, there's John's a race here? this yeah. Saturday there. Yeah. There's a race this Saturday there, and John Sears putting together a Calcutta, a real nice oh, one. Oh, yes, yes, $40 yes. $40 entry, yeah. and he's going to pay like four places, and he's almost talking about doubling the actual purse of the track. Right. So, you know, we're, we'll be there. We're interested in that. Yep. We'll, be we'll support any of that stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah. why not? Yeah, yeah, it's it, it really is in my mind. Yeah, and that's right. I remember um I should have known I should have known about this uh, or mentioned it because that's right. I mean, he's doing the progressive payout like you said where right, he's going to pay right. back multiple places, which is nice. Right. Yeah. Um and uh, I could see more tracks really doing something like that where look, we have let's call it three different pay structures how, right. how much do you want to pay yeah, to race exactly, tonight right yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we have the uh the bronze silver or gold yeah. uh yeah. plan uh, yeah. so yeah what would you how would you like to get in tonight uh, yeah. uh but i mean again i mean once you've sunk all the costs you now I, I have my limits too i mean i typically don't do um well, I think it's different from the 7,500 races that John puts on. He has the uh, the high roller race. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, on Labor Day. Yeah. 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 And, like, I typically won't do the high roller race just because $500 to enter is just That's a, it's, yeah. it's a lot That's of money. That's a lot, yeah. Um, yep. And, you know, with my luck, I end up, uh, you know, having a trains brake button or something not working and rolling <laughs> through the lights uh, first round and right. you know, bye-bye $500. Uh, um, and so your shifter quits, you got to go home. <laughs> or that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would say a few years ago, at, uh, it was the last race that Empire had where they had the IHRA division event there. Um, it was just a nightmare weekend for me. My line lock that. button was getting squashed between the shifter handle oh. and the park position of the shifter mount itself. So I didn't realize it. I didn't see it, you know, the way it was all zip-tied and everything else. Right. And it had been like this for years. It just moved a little bit. And, right. yeah, get to the staging lanes, and it, I start up in the pits. It run fine. I get to the staging lanes. I put it in park and shut it off, and then I go to start it for eliminations and nothing. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? Um, so I did that. I lost twice that Ooh. weekend like Ooh. that. Um, the second time, it's like, all right, I figured out that it was a fuse that was blown. But it's like, oh. yeah, just... What a nightmare! And it's like there I am, uh, yeah, blowing fuses over and over again. And then of course you get it towed back to the pits, and then you see the little squashed wire there, yeah. and the the strands of the wire peeking out. And you're like, oh my god, what a terrible yeah. way, terrible way to lose multiple races, <laughs> and it's an expensive way to lose too, because you I mean it's not it wasn't a cheap weekend, but. Um, 
tons and tons of ways to lose, obviously. But right. along those lines, that's why I typically don't get into the, the really big dollar races. Um, and why I like more like the fling races, like you had mentioned, where, okay, yeah, you're going to spend, well, I don't know if it was on the air or not, but yeah, for 350 bucks, you can go race you know, multiple 10 grand races now these yeah. days. Um, and that, that, to me, is a better way for sure. to do it if you're going to do it. Uh, um, unfortunately... Lancaster or Empire, I just don't know why, and and maybe it's I don't know if it's the area, um, but we can't seem to get the guys to really support the really high dollar bracket right. races. I mean, Sierra's Sierra does a great job with that, and he gets a good car count. But a lot of them, it seems to be out of towners. There was a lot of unfamiliar faces at the last one, right? Right. You know, and uh, but isn't that one of the conversations that we had? You need that it? to make it successful, like, right? You, you right. Know, you need all them people, right? Yeah, absolutely. One of the conversations we had about that was that the local guys don't feel like they can do it. They get they get chased off by that big by that big payday, and all these studs are going to be coming into town, and it's not worth donating my x amount of money for an entry to know that I'm not going to get past round three. I just don't know why. And now, now granted, I mean, there are good racers everywhere. Um, but there are a lot of good racers in Western, yeah, really good yeah. racers in Western New York. Yeah, we have an exceptional um, yeah. talent pool. And, and, yeah, I mean, certainly don't take this the wrong way, right? But, I mean, here's your perfect example right here. I mean, you have the reigning, defending IHRA Super Series world champion sitting next to me. And that's right, him. <laughs> that's awesome, by the way. I love that. Uh, so, and, and yeah, he's just a, let's call it a regular just bracket a regular racer guy from, from, Lancaster. from Lancaster, right? Um, yeah. So for guys to believe that they can't win, uh, I mean, I guess maybe that's just part of the problem to begin with, is that maybe with the Calcutta, it's like, you know, I, I don't know why you would go to the track if you didn't think you, you could, could win. win. Yeah. I mean, don't go on a Friday. Well, I mean, don't discourage them because we don't need any less people <laughs> at the track. Well, anybody, I mean, I'm going to argue. I, I haven't, I don't think I've raced, I'm going to call it in top um, or in super pro at Empire, raced somebody where afterwards that person should go back to their pits and think, hey, yeah, you know what, it's time for me to hang this up because I just can't win around. I mean, um, I can't tell you the number of different people that I've lost to um and good races um, yeah yeah ben height last week his first super or last week two weeks ago his first super rod race ever um yeah i will say that we were talking trash before the race um <laughs> but yeah second round he brought it and yeah. sent the old man packing <laughs> and yeah. was it his best race of the night yeah it was and you know what it doesn't matter um, yeah you just never know when you're going to put that type of package together or, or string of runs together um, to be able to win a race like that. So, I mean, guys need to get into the Calcutta. If you're going to go out and race, man, you need to you need to get into the Calcutta. You need to enter some of these higher dollar bracket races and, and right. support them. And uh, um, I'm not saying that, uh, yeah, you need to spend $1,000 to enter. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, again, why not spend a little extra money and uh, give yourself a chance at winning some uh, some good money as well? Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm preaching to the choir in this case, right? Uh, um, now, one thing that uh, you guys had mentioned, so I didn't touch on yet. So the Roadster runs 570. Yeah, that's super comp. 
Yeah, yeah, we could do it if we are. There's, there's no races like that around anymore, though. Actually, I would that's do. We would do it. Class we could do because all these other ones don't allow center steer cars. I mean, which, we're not a dragster, but which I would is, love doing it because I'm only going a hundred and four. Well, I'm going a hundred and forty at five seventy or yep. at at, at eight ninety. Right. And those guys are going one hundred and ninety or one hundred and eighty. You know. So, right. And, and I might be crazy here, but I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, I know my car's going to go, you know, eight ninety at one forty. Well, and I will say that uh, you start doing, let's call it eight ninety at, you know, you're running a car that's going eight ninety at one eighty. You're doing eight ninety at one forty. Yeah, it's really hard to judge a car that you're Both closing on. Yeah, at Both forty miles so an hour. Now it's, we're, you know, who's, you know, and I'm. I know a lot of those guys. You know, they got to hold two or or whatever, but you know. If it works, it works. Two. Two or four. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I need to put uh I need to put a little press release out. I was hoping I was gonna have a chance to do it before the show, but I was running late for my customer appointment. I didn't uh I saw a picture on Facebook today, which you may have had seen uh from Lancaster last week, um of a hot rod race. Um and Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Somebody was holding more than two. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I was going to, like I said, just write a nice little note to let everybody, remind everybody that in Super Rod, for the Western New Super Rod Association, I will say, there's no warning. Um, yeah. That, that is written into our rules. Right, that that's right. immediate disqualification. Yeah. Um, it's just not safe. Um, no, no. Yeah. If, if you pop a tire down there and take out the car next to you, you know, now you're... Right. And you're, And this is... You can, I'm sure both of you actually can can relate to this. This is my, my issue is that I have a car that is, to me, it's irreplaceable. Right. It's and it means a lot to me. Yeah, it has right. a lot yeah, of yeah, sentimental yeah, value yeah. because of the connection to my dad who's no longer oh, here. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you think about the 442 that you've yeah. owned for going on 50 years. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just a piece of metal, Okay. But the other car there, if that car there where, where, you know, outside is like right here and here. Right. And here, you know, I mean, you know, that's your life you're talking about. Oh, absolutely. About. You know, it's, they're only pieces of metal as far as I'm concerned, but that, that's your life you're talking about. Right, right. Something happens down there. Yeah, and I will say that, you know, I think all of us are along the same lines that we all feel safe in the car. I mean, there's yeah. never a time where I feel unsafe. Yeah. So, I mean, that getting hurt, you know, even comes secondary. I mean, I always think that if I was going to have an accident at one point in time, it's just going to be destruction of physical property and not myself. But, yes, you're absolutely right. You are putting somebody's physical being at risk, too. Um, and, again, when you're talking about racing it – Racing anywhere it doesn't really matter where. I mean, right. is it really worth it? Um, no. I love it when Jason gets talking about safety and it reminded of the story that he told me about taking passes in the Corvette sitting on the passenger floor. Hanging out, hanging out <laughs> that was against my will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when I was very young, I don't know if you heard this story, but when I was very young, my dad took me for a pass in the Corvette and... Uh, at the time, Mike Mercurio was the race director, yeah. and I sat on the aluminum floor and hung on to the roll bars with a helmet on, and while my dad was strapped in with the five-point seatbelts and all the rest of and it. that's okay. And that was okay. Yeah, now you can't do anything. Right, right. I mean, right. I'd love to take, you know, my 
my wife or my kids just for a half pass so they right. can experience it. Right. Because until you experience it, you don't... I was terrified. I was <laughs> absolutely oh, I terrified. I, re- I remember uh. my first pass down the racetrack as a passenger, and uh, it had me right away. I was hooked. And um, it wasn't in the Oldsmobile, but... So the first time that you ran the Oldsmobile, what did it run in the eighth mile? Uh, probably 720s was probably about where it was. Okay, was and, what, and what did you run the first time you drove it? Oh, I don't remember. I was probably only a half pass. I would say, yeah. I know the first time that I tried driving the I Corvette. I can't remember what happened yesterday. You're asking <laughs> a long time ago. I say, I know the first time I drove the Corvette, um, so at the time it would have probably run 630 in the eighth mile, maybe 620, something like that. Right. All I remember is that the first number of the ET started with an eight. I yeah. went eight something. Yeah. Um, on and off the throttle, basically yeah. terrified, holy cow. Yeah. Um, now, second pass, I remember second pass because the second pass was a, a full blown pass. I went right through and I, you know, went 620 something. Um, but it was that, you know, letting go of the button and having the car pull the wheels in the air, all the rest of it. Yeah. And it's like, once I got past that and the car wanted to go straight, it was like, all right, I know I'm supposed to lift because I'm on a license run. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, it's too I, much fun. Yeah, it's yeah. fun, and I don't see the need at this point. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, that first pass. I was terrified, and just yeah. it went. I had was having flashbacks to when I was seven years old, holding on to the roll bar for for dear life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My first pass in the altered, it felt like um, like Star Wars yeah. with that because it's totally different. I've than, never driven an open car than driving, you know, a door car. Yeah. It was, and I mean, at that time we were going six twenties. I think it was probably yeah, yeah. And it was, it was like that, and it was over with, and it was like, holy cow, I'm, I'm still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's uh, come back and ask. Uh, I remember my dad doing that with me too. It was like coming back and asking, uh, okay, so you know what happened here, and you know what happened. It's like I don't know. It was like I <laughs> yeah. was just holding on for dear life, right? <laughs> It's like, couldn't tell you what the oil pressure was, you know, yeah. where I should, couldn't tell you anything. I mean, but it's like anything, once you, you get used to it, you got time to look around and, you it's, know. It really is incredible. I, I mean, How it slows down. It's It really is, it's really weird. I'm sure there's some scientific reason for it. I don't yeah. know what it is, yeah. but it really is amazing. It is. You can go back and in a six second pass, all the things that you can remember and replay. Right. I should have done this. I should have done that. Right. Or even leaving the line, what you'd know you should have done, hit the, hit the, hit the bump up, bump down, whatever. You right, know. right. It's crazy. Yeah, it definitely it really does. Is. It's like it's in slow motion. And I don't know why that is, but uh, um, but yeah, that comes and the, the bad thing is that as you get more and more passes, you get more and more comfortable. comfortable. And then you potentially think, all right, yes, you know what? In this particular case, I'm going to hit the brakes as hard as I possibly can. Um, what's the worst that could happen? Um, you, know, you just don't think about it at that point right. in time. Um, I may have said this before on the show. So one of the things that I do is I sell into industrial automation and I sell safety components. And uh, when people get hurt, the people that get hurt on the job are not the new guys um, that are working a piece of machinery um, because they respect this right. new piece of machinery that they've never used before and it looks dangerous to them. It's the guys that have been doing it for years and years yeah. that it's like, oh, yeah, you can just do this and you don't have to pay yeah. attention. And it's like those are the guys that end up getting hurt. Um, I, I would say I could raise my hand with the snowblower incident from a, a couple of years ago. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah I, I can reach inside and 
Uh, right. They usually come with a stick, right? don't they? He still <laughs> got all his fingers, so it didn't end that bad. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't good. <laughs> I still, walked around I, with an oven mitt on his yeah, I can't feel the. I can't feel the end of my middle finger on my right hand, but yeah, when I went to the emergency room, the nurse was like, this was a snow blower accident? I'm like, yeah. She's like, hmm, usually you're missing part of your finger. Yeah. You must have been really lucky. And it's fast. I just, exactly it. Drag racer reaction. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, my, my snowblower, unfortunately, at the time was an older model that didn't have the stick and somebody was feeling lazy that's like, I don't have to shut it off. I've done this a hundred times. Yeah. Stuck my hand right. in there. <laughs> that oh, time cool. I stuck it in just a little too far. Um, so, but yeah, and the same can happen with a race car, obviously. You get comfortable in it and then yep. you start doing uh, dumb things, but, um, Hopefully, we don't. None of us will ever have to uh, experience right. any of that uh, ever again. So I know I told you beforehand. I don't know how. I mean, you guys have a two-hour drive home, but I know I told you beforehand. I mean, I'm looking at the clock here. The hour would fly by. I don't know if you're like, yeah. oh my yeah, god, it's yeah. been dragging. But I mean, here we are. It's eight oh eight. We've already been on right. the on the air for an hour. Right. Um, so I don't know if you knew this or not, but you guys can thank Sean Beatty for being on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Thanks, uh, Sean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was Sean. Uh, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> which uh, he, he usually is, but I haven't seen him. In the oh yeah, I'm surprised he didn't call up here. And I'm sure we got messages on our phones. Oh, yeah, we we left our phone out there just in case. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, other than thanking Sean uh, to basically uh, hounding me to, uh, hey, did you get the Clevelands on the show yet? I'm like, no, no, I haven't, but I will. Uh, and I really appreciate you guys making the drive out from Buffalo to come out here, and uh, glad you had a, a nice dinner uh, out at Parker's. Yeah, and, great, uh, great place for dinner there. Um, but otherwise, I mean, other than your wives, which I know you have to thank for you know being supportive, uh, who else do you have to thank? Uh, sponsors, uh, people that help. That guy right over there. I got to thank him. <laughs> He's been pretty supportive over the oh, years, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I've wrecked a lot this year so far. Oh, broken a lot of parts this year. A lot of so parts of one so. of those years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean but, that that happens unfortunately. Uh, but I mean, can't be too bad because well, I guess you must be making the most of your opportunities at the track if you're still yeah. third in points uh, yeah. with the amount of parts breakage that you had. Um, well, I, yeah, I broke him in his car, in the car that he drives out at Empire. I think that happened twice. Yeah, I drive the Roadster at Empire, and he drives the Olds out there, and I drive the Olds at Lancaster, and he ah. drives. So, so when we well, took, that's, that's kind of interesting. When we took it out to Empire, it was my turn to drive the Olds, and then I think it happened twice. I broke the rear end once, and then I think the transmission again or maybe that wasn't an empire but anyways he missed a couple of weeks because i broke his car <laughs> i would say uh at this point you're you're used to it yeah well you know it happens stuff breaks unfortunately yeah. uh, oh we broke the yeah the rear end and the uh the, when the rear end broke it took the training out. oh that's what it was yeah it broke the case on oh. the transmission oh yeah so did you know right away not until of course after not. we put the rear end back right. in. Yeah. No, we yeah we we're just about ready to put it back in. and go. We better check that transmission, you know. And sure enough, enough, there's a crack right all the way around across. the housing. So. So how did you took care of that? How did you come up with that idea to swap cars like that? Is it just because you both enjoy driving both cars, or I don't enjoy driving the Oldsmobile. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. No, I I get to drive. You know, normally at Lancaster, I I always drive the Oldsmobile unless he's not there. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> and then 
every once in a while when we go to Empire or a different track, you know, I'll get the opportunity to drive, you know, the the altered. Yeah. But um, I'm driving it every week now, so now he gets that opportunity elsewhere. So, and I'm not gonna sit at home and do not nothing. race. Yeah. Because he's driving that sure. car, I'll take the other one out there and race. Yeah. Don't matter. It's uh, you know, I mean, I did. It's just. Uh, I love doing it. It's just a great time. I mean, anybody, I mean we're all right. We, it's the the rush. It's everything. I mean, yeah. I mean, here I was. Uh, like I said a few weeks ago, you know, racing the streetcar out of Empire. I've raced a streetcar. I've raced my Corvette. I've raced Phil's car. I've raced snowmobiles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never raced a motorcycle. No, um, no I, I guess I never felt comfortable enough uh, on a bike to to do that. But uh, um, yeah, otherwise. I'd race anything. I don't care. Uh, like I said, it's it's really it's funny too because it's not about how fast you're going. Right. It, it really is about the the, the, competition. the competition. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, we'd still be racing if, if um, something happened to both the cars. We'd still be out there with something. Yeah. I got a pickup truck. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so I mean, you've been street out there has been you know we've been getting 30 35 cars in the street the yeah, last really probably been, yeah it's yeah. been great yeah wow. yeah wow. last couple of weeks we've had like um 170 cars a week out there wow that's a so lot it's, yeah it's, they paid what was it three or four weeks ago they paid 900 dollars to win in street holy yeah. cow yeah there was some extra bonuses going on yeah but uh yeah so that's unbelievable no they're 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 trying really hard out there and it, you know and just too bad about the COVID deal, right. you know, or we could have a, we could have a great year going on, but you know we're still slugging it out. And I actually wonder. Uh, I mean, 170 cars. Or, we barely got done. Well, well, that's why the transmissions were overheating there at the end. Ours were anyhow. Um, you know, I mean, we made three passes in 35 minutes. Oh. And uh, the last one was like at three minutes to 12, and we can't at 12 o'clock things that's shut it. off. Oh, yeah. so, okay. So, I mean, Lancaster for the longest time had the 11 o'clock curfew. Right. Um, 12 o'clock. So it got extended to 12, but at 12 o'clock... Uh, done. Okay. If yeah. you're not done. And they've given us the option here to, uh, if you're down to two cars and you don't have enough time to finish, you can, um, we'll, we'll let you race next week. Mm-hmm. We'll let you do the final next Friday. Yeah. They've given us that option, too. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's something we should all be aware of and... Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, that's a happens. great thing. If it, if you get pushed to that end, you don't have time. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, hold uh, off. At the end of the day, I mean, I don't know how you would do it, but I mean, if it were me, if I was going to do a runoff like that, um, I would say, all right, well, we're going to come out for our first time run, yeah. and second time run will be the runoff, right? I, yeah, I, I so. believe that's the way they work it. Yeah. So I mean, everybody wants to finish the race right. that night because you know you you get rolling, you feel well, I'm hot. Nobody's stopping me tonight. Right. But at the same time, you got to think of you know, I mean. We made a lot of passes in a very short period of time, and we weren't the only one. You know, there was he, the other. The other competition was doing it, just it too. So happened it affected us, and it, you know, they, yeah, their their equipment was a little better than ours. That's all. Right, that time. right, right. Um, well, geez, I hope. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping that we can uh, finish tomorrow night. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, we should be able to. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, like I said, I'm looking forward to going uh, going to Lancaster tomorrow. Uh, now, I will say that I, I will. Uh, I'll put a good word in for you guys. Uh, you know, <laughs> racing with the Western York Super Rod Association because I personally don't care if you were to come race with us now yeah. as far as the rules well, are written, in two minutes if you let us i say yeah. no i say as far as the rules are written right now i don't know that i could do it but uh yeah i mean and i will say 570 you guys wouldn't be the fastest car no, no. in the class no, um, that's fine um i don't even we, but i mean it, to me it doesn't make a difference i mean you're running on an index right and right. we're all the same tree whether it's yeah. a, a dragster or a roadster it's not a long car I, even right. if it was i wouldn't care um yeah I, I mean again we're all in the same index uh yeah. um well I'll, maybe i'll uh do a quick informal poll and uh see uh, hey guys would uh, you like to have one more competitor come <laughs> join us uh yeah uh, because i'd rather have the extra car to yeah. me personally i mean if i could get a couple more cars uh, come race with us uh I'd much rather do that than say sure. no because your car is blue or it's a roadster <laughs> that you can't run with us. That just seems silly to me. Right. Um, what do you think, Mister Talkative? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's been busy. There's been a lot going on over here. Well, um, I've I've been. Sean is watching. Sean, did you catch? He changed his name on Facebook. Um, Wayward Sean? Yeah. Yes. It's been like that for a little bit now. I didn't notice that he changed it. Yeah. Sure enough, he was he was tuned in. So that was yeah. good. Well, that's good. Uh, I, I knew if he wasn't tuned in for whatever reason that he watches, he would watch afterwards because he always does. He always shares the yeah. uh, uh, the show posters and uh, uh, generally always watches it at some point. So, uh, yeah. Longtime viewer and uh, I still want to... Maybe one of these times, maybe this is what it takes. I've been trying to bug Sean to come on the show as well. Um, well, I mean, maybe if you guys could come on again, you could be oh, like, absolutely. "Come on, Sean, let's take a ride." <laughs> and uh, yeah, we could do it. Well, the president of the, the, the Cleveland fan club now has to come on because <laughs> <laughs> his clients have already been right. We don't have a choice. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, before we wrap it up, anything else that uh, we didn't touch on that you'd you'd like to touch on? But again, anybody you'd like to thank sponsors, anything like that? No, we really don't have any sponsors. Just us. Just we, we fit it all ourselves. And uh, um, I just like to thank the track. You know, Vito, Gary, um, Mick Swinarski. Yep. You know those guys. Without them, you know, we we wouldn't have a place to race. I'd yep. say it was uh, looking pretty pretty bad a uh, couple of years ago. Yeah. So uh, and the whole crew out there, the whole yeah, the whole, they really the whole crew. You know, they all do a great job. I mean, Glenn's looking out for everybody on the start line every week, and you know, Sharon's cracking a whip. You know, so <laughs> I say Gary Westfall is uh, Gary, Gary's Gary. Yep, still Gary's doing everything. Still yeah. taking cars. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I say. Uh, I don't know how long Gary's going to do it, but I think he'll do it as long as he's physically able to get oh, out yeah. to the track. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but. All right. Well, I guess that covers it. I think so. That's good, because we got to be out of this room in 12 minutes. All right. Well, thank you for having us on. Yeah, it's been absolutely. an awesome experience. Hey, you're, yeah. welcome. you're welcome to come on anytime you like. Uh, you guys want to make the ride out? And, uh, yeah, that was a nice ride. Yeah. Keep us posted as things go. Good yeah, luck the rest absolutely. Of the way. Let Thank us you. Know how things are going? Um, you know, by all means, and the doors open. Number seventy nine in the books. We're, uh, Wayne was asking how long we've been doing this, and 
think it's going on three years, right? It's got to be coming up soon on three. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. I think it, maybe it was. I thought it was September, but it, it seems like forever. Good. Yeah, it does feel like forever. That's <laughs> I'll agree with you there. <laughs> Nonetheless, we are going to be back again in a week. Two weeks. Two weeks to come back around, and we'll, we'll, we'll do some more racing conversation then. We look forward to it. In the meantime, be well, and we'll see you soon. This has been the Final Round Drag Racing Podcast, coming to you live from the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. We'll see you right back here again in two weeks. Thanks for watching.